Welcome to On Air with Amber Wynn, where nonprofit leaders learn to fuse passion and commitment with proven business strategies to create long-term funding, impact, and sustainability. And now, here's your host and resident philanthropist, Amber Wynn. Hey fam, it's your girl. I'm back. And for the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about strengthening your nonprofit. It's a four-part series um, with me sharing with you some free resources to help you strengthen your nonprofit. The first episode in the series talked a little bit about looking the part, right? Making sure that you have .org for your your email extension, for your um, URL extension. We talked a little bit about um, your accounting system. Wave apps so that you can produce the financial statements that most funders are going to ask you for. Today, we're going to talk about um, some things that's going to get you out into the community, engagement and fundraising. Um, But it's important that you understand that you do what you can do until you can do better. Some free resources really aren't worth their salt, but You got to do what you got to do until you can do better. For me, my um, position is always, I typically save my money and then I purchase the resource. But sometimes you're in a situation where you just don't have the latitude to do that. So there are tons of free resources out there. What I find with my amazing nonprofit founders is that you're so busy in the weeds doing the work that you really don't have time to do the research But sometimes it's worth the investment of you putting time in so that you can have a better outcome in the end. But I'm here. I'm your girl. I got you. And I'm going to share with you some resources that you can use until you get all of this money flowing in and you can either hire somebody to do the the actual work or you can um, pay for better services. So let's start off right now with YouTube for nonprofits. Are you a nonprofit organization with 501c3 status? Are you using video to promote your cause and attract donors? If you answered yes to both of these questions, then the YouTube Nonprofit Program was created especially for you. The YouTube Nonprofit Program allows you to activate your cause, broadcast a compelling story, and launch an effective campaign via YouTube. The program gives nonprofits access to YouTube tools that most users don't get an embedded donate button, call to action overlays, annotations, live streaming, and access to a community forum. So take advantage of this program for your nonprofit, and you can really see the results in your video and overall communications. So YouTube for nonprofits. When I found this resource, I was like, say what? If you get your subscribership up to a thousand viewers, you have access to um, a number of their Um, studios where you can go in and actually record things. Um, But what's important is that we know, I mean, I'm a Gen Xer, I'm 53. I'm not really into all this technology, but it is what it is. If If you're going to be a successful business person, and remember, a nonprofit is a business. It's just a business with a philanthropic purpose. These are the things you have to do to be successful. I have people my age and older saying, girl, I don't do that stuff. And and I get you. I feel you. I'm the same way. But if you want to be successful and success, meaning you want to be able to serve your community, these are the things you have to do. And YouTube is huge. Um, 
this is where you engage your, your audience. This is where they get to know you. So most of these um, large companies are going to have resources, discounts, something for a nonprofit. So you've got to leverage that 501c3 tax exempt status. And if it's going to get you something for free, if it's going to get you something for a discount, then why not access it? So for YouTube, um, it helps nonprofits to connect with your supporters, which is important, your volunteers and donors. It gets you seen. So what you want to do is just make sure that your video is telling your story powerfully so that people feel compelled to support you. You saw some of those features. You get to have a donate button right there where the video is, overlays, opportunities to engage, you can stream. So this is a really important resource for you to use. Um, and uh, it's important to understand that your stories give you an opportunity to shape and, and frame what it is that you want to be out into the world. So don't let someone else tell your story or don't let your story go untold. Leverage this resource so that then you can tell your story powerfully. All right, so the next resource I wanted to share with you is Facebook fundraising. Now for my generation, I mean, my boys tell me all the time, you know, only old people are on Facebook. I don't know, maybe it's so. But for nonprofits, we tend to be on Facebook. We tend to be on LinkedIn. So you want to meet your people where they are. And Facebook gives you opportunities to, um, to do that. And the only way that you're going to get to long-term sustainability is if you diversify your funding stream. So if right now you are holding events, galas, golf tournaments, you know, with the pandemic, it, it, it slowed some of that stuff. And so you had to get into a new way of diversifying your funding streams. Remember, every nonprofit should have 10, 10 sources of revenue. So if you're on Facebook, then you need to leverage that. Now, I have people who don't have websites. I'm going to tell you right now, as a nonprofit, you have to have, you have to have a website. Why? Because Information that you place on your website is information that you won't find on Facebook. On Facebook, you can list who your organization is, what city is it, it, it's in. But on a website, you need to post your, um, your board of directors, your mission. You need to be able to, to list contact information. So it's important that you have a Facebook so that you can demonstrate to your funders that you engage with your audience, whether or not it's in person or if it's through social media, but you absolutely need a website. But for those of you who are really active on Facebook, leverage it, leverage it. Um, Facebook allows you to do things like um, use your birthday, right, to, to, to secure funds. Leverage that. Let's, let's take a look at their um, video, Facebook fundraising.
So I leveraged a video from meningitis now. My nephew, when he was two years old, he had meningitis. It was one of the most scariest times of our life. He's fine now, got grandkids. But you saw how simple, and they always say it's simple, but it did really look simple, how simple it was to create a fundraising campaign. This is important when you leverage social media in this way, because you set up the campaign and you put it out there, right? With live fundraisers, you're constantly, you know, managing it. But with fundraisers on social media, you set it up and you put it out there and you get your supporters to share, right? So um, Facebook, if you're on that and you're, you've got friends then you need to be setting up Facebook fundraisers and not just one or two, but leverage all of the opportunities that they have to offer. All right. So um, this is the time of our session when you get to ask me your questions. Ask Amber. Today's question is, what should a good funding, what should a good fundraising video include? Okay. So we know that um, videos are very popular, especially on Instagram. Um, we know that people look at videos. So what should it include? It should include a couple of things. First of all, it should tell an inspiring story. You don't want to have a video out there that says nothing. You know, you're showing pictures of kids doing, you know, crafts or you're interviewing somebody. You want to tell a compelling story because the purpose of the video is one is to allow people to get to know you and not just know you superficially, but know that you're making an impact. So if you're interviewing someone, their story should tell what the situation was before you provided your intervention and what it is now. That's a great interview. You know, before I started working with Amber, I couldn't figure out how to fund my nonprofit. I was funding it myself. I was going into my bank account every month funding this nonprofit. After 30 days of working with Amber, now I have money coming in. I can cover my bills. That's a powerful story, right? The other thing you want to do is make sure that um, that there's a clear call to action. They call them CTAs, a call to action. People will do all of this video showing and whatever, and you don't ask people for things. It's like, okay, we put the video up, like intuitively people are supposed to know. There needs to be a clear call to action. Either it's gonna say donate, click here, you know, support us, you know, but a clear call to action. You tell your story and then you tell your funder what to do. Donate. Be very, very clear. Don't expect them to know. Maybe they are, if you don't put it there, they'll be like, oh, that was a cute video. Keep it going. People need to know what the expectation is. And the expectation is you want them to support you. The other thing um, is you want to make sure that you show impact. You want to show something positive. You want to show that your work in the community has a positive result. There is a tendency in the nonprofit sector to go with this doom and gloom. If you don't support us, then these kids will be homeless. If you don't support us, then these you know animals will be in shelters. And that that's not that's not effective. People want winners. People want hope. Give them hope. Show them if you support us, 
these kids will um, move on to graduating. They're going to have a positive life. They're going to have all of the things that, that, that they deserve, right? Don't go doom and gloom, go up high, right? Um, so it's important that you don't focus on this doom and gloom. If you don't give us money, we're going to close our doors. And these, it's just not a good feel. Go for positive energy. And then finally, do not make it hard for them to give. I was on a website um, and they said, okay, if you want to support us, write a check, send it to this address. Who's going to do that? Who, who's going to stop and write a check, try to find a stamp, an envelope when everything is so digital right now? Make it easy. Don't have them download a form and, and, and put it in an envelope and find a stamp. You need to leverage technology. So use these donate buttons that YouTube and Facebook and PayPal, put them on your social media. All they have to do is click and donate. Make it easy for them to give. Some people may just be inspired by your video. You want to capitalize on that adrenaline, capitalize on it. And while they're feeling good about the impact that you're making, click donate. Very, very important to make it, make it very simple. Don't make it to where they have to go outside. If it's more than two clicks, they're going to give up. So inspiring story, call to action, positive results, make it easy for them to then um, donate. So. That's what a good fundraising video should include. Thank you for the question. Next, we're coming up to the point in our episode that I love the most. It is featuring nonprofits out there doing the work. And if you're interested in being featured, just go to my website, www.amberwin.net um, or send me an email at amber at amberwin.net and Provide me with a, a video that's two minutes or less. Make sure that at the end of the video, there's contact information because I'm just going to put it up and we want to make sure that there's a call to action, right? So that people can find you. This week's nonprofit is Step Up Women's Network. Step Up Women's Network propels girls ages 14 to 23 living are going to school in under-resourced communities to fulfill their potential by empowering them to become confident, college-bound, career-focused, and ready to join the next generation of professional women through mentorship programs, activities, and career-focused programs. Let's take a look at Step Up. Step Up is an organization that helps teenage girls from low-income communities finish high school. They provide the girls with mentors to inspire them to graduate. Step Up girls even go to college and land a stable career. Maya Mackey has worked for the organization for two years. Teens that come from low-income neighborhoods usually carry the stress of their parents. They may have to get a job to help make ends meet leaving them with less study time. Less study time decreases their chances of graduating. Our main goal is to inspire women to inspire girls. A girl can't be what they want to Step Up is a nonprofit organization that relies on the help of donors. Some donors give because they had more privilege than the girls at Step Up. 
Though 98% of the girls who come through the program will graduate, 50% of their peers will drop out of high school. But the staff is still dedicated to seeing their girls succeed. Not everyone gets the same privilege when going through high school, but with Step Up, it helps girls graduate and succeed in life. In Northridge, this is Angel Johnson. I love Step Up. When I was um, executive director at Girls Inc., um, we worked really closely with them. They have a lot of professional women who volunteer their time and they job shadow. It's an amazing organization. So if you'd like to volunteer or if you'd like to donate, visit them at www.suwn.org. Then that stands for Step Up Women's Network, suwn.org. All right. So we have been talking a lot about strengthening the nonprofit organization, and I've been sharing with you some resources. There is a lot of work that you have to do running a nonprofit. A nonprofit is a business. It has business expenses. And sometimes when you step into the space, you don't realize just how challenging it is. And it's a lot of work and it requires a lot of financial investment. So I've been sharing with you for the last couple of episodes, and we've got one more episode in the series where I share some of the resources out there for nonprofits that are for free to help you strengthen your nonprofit. So now is the time where we shift into Mindset Minute. Mindset Minute is when I share with you just some thoughts that I'd like for you to consider outside of that normal way of thinking. Um, nonprofit founders, people in the nonprofit sector have this, I'm going to call it warped, right? Sense of, um, I don't know, commitment to the community as if things just happen naturally. They don't, you have to work at it. Sometimes you have to pay for it. So I share with my community some insights or just some thoughts that I'd like for you to consider so that you could look at things from a different direction. Because if you go in thinking that things are one way, it's going to be hard for you to be successful. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're thinking that resources are supposed to come for free and they don't and you have to invest in them, then there's a disconnect there. So in this mindset minute, I want you to think about um, how you leverage your time how you leverage your energy. Because if you're a founder, you're doing everything. If you're an executive director, you're running the show. So my concern for you, my amazing um, nonprofit founders and executive directors, is for you to leverage your time wisely. We've been talking today about engagement. We've been talking about how you get your story out there to people who could potentially be your supporters your clients, and your donors. So people have a tendency just to throw things at the wall and hope that they stick. My recommendation is for you to be a, a whole lot more strategic. Today's Mindset Minute is going to ask you, where is your target audience? So all of these technology um, resources, they have analytics. So if you're on Facebook, you can go behind the scenes to see how many people at what age from what region is engaging with your messaging? So I'm going to ask you, where is your target audience, right? Because hope is not a strategy. Use the analytics to say, okay, on Facebook, my primary um, target, which is, let's say, 35 to 60. 
and we're going to say 35 to 60 because we're going to assume that they have um, discretionary money to donate. I'm just making assumptions. Um, my target audience from 35 to 64, they engage with my information, my posts, typically either early in the morning or late in the evening. Now you have that information. So when you schedule your posts to go out, you don't have to sit there in the middle of the day and try and post because the target audience that you're going for is not going to be there. So it's important that you create a strategy and use the analytics that you have. Use the systems that are being provided for you so that you don't waste time. I've had clients who would sit down and write like submit like 25 grants to just all of these organizations in homelessness and 98% of them would be rejected. And that's not a good statistic because what happened was they didn't really read to find out where that alignment is. I'm going to implore you to really just manage your, your time, your resources, your space, use the technology that you have and um, find out where your target audience is. Use your analytics and then create a strategy around that. Okay, so that's it for my mindset minute. As a matter of fact, that's it for this episode this week. I'd like to thank you for, you know, coming and checking your girl out. I'm here for you. My purpose is to support the most amazing people on the universe. It's my founders and my nonprofit executive directors. Feel free to check me out on all of my social media platforms and join me next week when we wrap up with the series on strengthening your nonprofits, um, part four, and we'll be sharing some more free resources. So thank you for hanging out with me this week and we'll see you next week. Remember, take care of yourself like you take care of your community. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Head over to www.amberwin.net slash podcast for the links and resources mentioned in today's podcast. See you next time.